Hey guys, I'm Lana Turner. You're listening to Perfect Time Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm having a really great day today. I'm at a coffee bean right now, hanging out with somebody that I've only met over the podcast world or yeah. via the internet. Yeah. When I was on your podcast, um, yeah. Sean, I'm going to mess up your last name. Was it Frasic? Frasic. Frasic. I would, yeah. okay. Mythicist Milwaukee Got is it. your podcast, which yep. I was on it. How many months ago? Months back. Yeah, a couple months back. You were you inspired us to start reaching into the entertainment world and the comedian world for like our podcast. So thank you for that. Oh, it was fun. I mean, I love your podcast because it explores like highly intelligent conversations. Yeah. Well, see, that's part of the problem. Sometimes it's so sciencey. It's so you know we're focusing on evolution. We're focusing on like global warming and things like that. Where the listeners, I think, like even I'm guilty of like my eyes rolling back in my head sometimes <laughs> because of some of the topics. So like having entertainers come on and, you know, showing the comedy side and, you know, breaking away from some of that really, really tough, you know, sciencey talk every once in a while is great, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I end up just talking about sex. Hey, we love it. That's great. No, but we really Usually. got some, we got some no. good stuff. We got some good stuff. On no, here. I love yeah. it. I love it. No, I, I, I love talking about religion and I, I mean, I, I think it's really, really, Im obviously really important. And I think it's so cool. Where we decided to meet, guys, is right on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. So our thought <laughs> was, in in today's episode, was to just walk around and see if we can find a religious zealot. Yeah, someone. And talk religion. Hey, let's, yeah. We're going to step outside. Right, We're just going to walk it. and talk a little All bit. Right. And uh, <laughs> there's always these people on Hollywood Boulevard with I mean I, I don't know about on a Tuesday morning yeah, that that's an interesting thing how much of a religious zealot are you if yeah. you're going to be hanging out on a Tuesday morning recruiting <laughs> right Hollywood Boulevard right <laughs> I right. mean but I mean if you're committed to your cause you'll be out here right well it's like one of the things why we like doing the show that we do it's because people no matter what background they like talking about religion or spiritual side I mean, people like talking about it but culturally it's a kind of a taboo. You're not supposed to talk about religion. You're not so, you know, supposed to talk about politics. But it always comes up, no matter where you're at, no matter who you're talking to, no matter what the platform is, it always comes up. So. Well, especially where you're from. I mean, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, people really like, especially when you get out. Milwaukee's at least a big city, but when you do get outside of there, oh, here's Superman. I, I wonder how <laughs> Superman feels. Hi, Superman. Superman <laughs> is his story was kind of based off of Jesus, so there you go. You're 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 right in yeah. some ways, right? Mm -hmm. It's is it a, is it the Jesus story? Like it's 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 very similar. Kind of a God man, you know, walked on water. He can do all these amazing things, and you know, so like the and that's what we're doing with Batman and Jesus the movie is we're taking the but Batman What is the movie? Story. Wait, it's back up. Just, <laughs> you are, are you, you're making a movie? You're making a movie, yeah. Called full Batman film. and Jesus. Yeah, so what it's doing <laughs> is it's going to show like how Batman started in the 40s, how the story was first written, and how over time it's changed to match the cultural norms, to change society, you know, the, how society has influenced it. So if you look at the original version of Batman... He's not flying around. He's not fighting Superman. He's not in a robot. You know, like he doesn't have a flying car. Or fly, you know, all these things are tacked on as society advances. And that's the thing. That's the same thing with Jesus. It's the same story. If you look at his story early on when he was first conceived, over time, the different teachings, the different ways that we think about him has evolved as well. So, But he's the Dark Knight. So are you saying that because he had this altruistic, like, 
trying to improve. Like, are you saying that Batman is similar to Jesus? Yeah. So they're they're written kind of for the same reasons. Um, they're written because of the areas in the the uh, timelines and you know the the time that they were written had similar stories that they were borrowed from. So the Jesus story borrows from a lot of the ancient uh, religions that we we still see, like the Persian Zoroastrianism or even Judaism. So the Jesus story is created as, you know. Like out, it's, out, was Jesus the original superhero? Is that? He, no, actually he wasn't. There are many other gods and goddesses that did exactly what he did thousands of years before him. So it's the same narrative that's <laughs> over time has been told just in different areas of the world. So he was he was the Judean version of a story that existed for thousands of years. So just like so like how someone will like Superman, someone likes Wonder Woman, they kind of have the same abilities, <laughs> but they're created for different reasons in different areas. If that makes sense. Right, and and marketing. Yeah, marketing, marketing is key with absolutely. any religion. Absolutely. Exactly. Every religion had to have their superhero or what we call the saviors, the dying and rising God, the one that died and rose and saves humanity at the end of time. All major religions have that figure. And Jesus just belongs to the Christian, obviously. So, Right. That's so interesting. Yeah. And so modern culture, which is sort of like we're in L.A., right? Where yeah. I, I mean, there are people that I know who are religion and attend church every Sunday still mm -hmm. and maintain it, but it's kind of godless in many ways like yeah. so there, there's a big focus on spirituality i i when we were talking i, I mentioned to you like i i i tried al-anon and i i really see the value in it for me because i've been living around you know a lot of issues that al-anon could help with yeah but it requires to some degree to like uh, to see a higher power right and right. and i would ask well how do i find a higher power if i i don't feel religion really and then they would be like well it's it's a spirituality or it's it's giving into this sort of concept of that you're I, I'm not even going to do it justice but you probably could explain it better than even I can but it's it's having faith it's it's having it's believing in something with no evidence I can't yeah, I, I just exactly. couldn't do it I'm yeah. I, I I really want to because that would be so much easier if right. I could just say well, I, mean, that's I, I envy thing. the ability to just give up yeah and like that's the thing you know with atheists especially like uh, it's like we're not saying anyone's wrong. We're totally cool with anyone that, you know, with whatever people believe in. The issue is when it starts impending on people's uh, rights, when you start having religions that are oppressing women or molesting children or, you know, like in the case of Scientology, preventing, you know, disconnecting families, that's when we challenge it, you know. and that, so, right. so, you know, a lot of people, you know, have their own religion and they keep it to themselves that's totally cool do you think sometimes in those situations because of the group mentality that it, that it can justify a terrible act because it's it, it's a herd in other words if it's acceptable to oppress it's, it's fully unacceptable to repress a woman but in a culture that is doing it under the name of a religion it becomes acceptable and then it's no longer taboo you know like well yeah it's their cultural norm yeah. but then that's why we challenge that and say that shouldn't be the cultural norm no i mean these 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 law books were written two thousand years ago it's a completely different time two thousand years ago when the men were creating hold these. on sean sure. superman uh -oh. superman and Jesus, <laughs> right? Superman do you want to ask? Do you want to ask him since he's here? What, what should we ask? I him? don't know. Um, hey, are you? Can you talk for us for a minute? 
Are you? Do it? Can you? What's that? Work for fees. Superman he works for fees. won't just talk to us. Well, I mean, that's like religion, him. though. I mean, yeah. you know, if you don't pay the church, they, you know, he they don't work answer. for you. I was there just going to ask him if he felt like Jesus this morning in his <laughs> Superman suit. If we would have gave him his 10% tithing, maybe he would have talked to us. <laughs> I guess I need to go to the car and grab some cash. I do know that anybody in a costume is here to yeah. hustle. So. Yeah. Well, that is a nice thing. I mean, we haven't seen any, like, you know, on the corner preachers, so that's cool. Well, they're usually down here, too. But, um, yeah, the <laughs> it's funny because it's always, like, some dirty, like, person down here hustling like when i do come down here with my kids to see a movie or something my yeah. kids are like look mom it's like elmo and i'm like don't touch that elmo yeah he's like in a dirty elmo suit like it's <laughs> yeah oh well, yeah because you don't know where that suit oh from, no right? that suit is like you know <laughs> there's jizz in that suit or something you know exactly. <laughs> it's disgusting exactly so. yeah yeah so yeah i love see i love la i think you know it's definitely a, a progressive culture that exists here and that's you know, again, if we can move many cultures into that direction, that's great. You know, having acceptance for everyone and their beliefs, it's, I think it's a good thing, you know. Right. When you describe this movie you're making, is it a, is it a, a scripted movie or is it? So, yeah. So it's like so we'll have some narrative. So we're going to. There's like some live action with some acting. Paul Provenza is actually in the movie. Cool. Uh, he plays. Well, I, I can't tell you who he plays because uh, the director said I can't. Is he Jesus? It, no, no, that would be hilarious. <laughs> like, say. But um, but yeah. So so there is some of that. Paul but do you Provenza's, have an actor playing Jesus? Um, I, I yeah, I not yet. Let's just put it that way. But there, there will be a Jesus in the like an actor who plays because that seems like well, a, I think a lofty it's, it's, role. it's more going to be okay. So the the narrative story is set in two thousand years in the future, where you know Christianity has fallen away, but the Church of Batman has taken over <laughs> because you know humanity but, has lost sight. They didn't, and again, you know when you when you look at the Batman story. It's mythology, and they take it as truth in the future right. that Batman was actually the savior. The savior God. of the time. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bruce Wayne. Exactly. <laughs> exactly which, which right. Which is the true identity. Oh, yeah. oh, wait. We um, hold on. We've got to get past that. Yeah, so there we go. We just that wasn't. Past that would have been good. No. A w like a woman fully wearing um, the full burqa. The full burqa. Everything yeah. covered, and and I and glasses, sunglasses yeah. over. Yeah, in the middle of Hollywood. Right. 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 So yeah, there's like, there's like somebody with like her pussy hanging out, and then the woman in the burqa. Exactly. Well, there you go. That's LA. Yeah. That's but I mean, and and that's one of the things like culturally in Islam, the burqa is accepted, but it's put in place to oppress women. Right. It put it's put in place because if men see women that aren't under a burqa, they can't handle themselves and they will want to rape them. That's the cultural. Uh, acceptance of that uh, of the burqa that's why it's in place well um, which I think is absolutely insane yeah I mean I, it looks absolutely miserable yeah. although I have to say it would be nice not to have to do hair and makeup or <laughs> shave my legs <laughs> like sometimes I'm like huh, if I could just throw that over my face today <laughs> right right but it really it really takes away the identity of a woman you know I mean yeah. it, 
you you just blend into all the other women. I, it, you know, you just gave me an idea though. Like I've been, um, I I I prepaid for um, this like laser treatment, and it's supposed to like peel off the surface of your face. Oh, okay. At, right. Yeah. And then if and then you'll like after four, you look like hell for four days. Oh, there you and go. And then and then you have like it sloughs off all the old gross dead skin. Yeah. So I think during those four days, I just just like rock the burka <laughs> yeah there you go there and then nobody go. will even know there you go well then you <laughs> have to pray five times a day and yeah, all that stuff <laughs> but if i just did that year round then i don't right. even need to do the i've never done that before by the way i just well, like i feel like i i need to peel my face off <laughs> well and it's funny with, i don't know why well with with islam it's becoming an interesting issue especially in the west and you know we're seeing like the hijab being more commercialized nike just did an ad where they were you know had a, a woman in an hijab that said you know just do it and <laughs> oh, yeah. you know obviously under trump and his views and the way he's handling islam and um so that's why we were holding a debate in milwaukee on september 30th where we're going to have an ex-muslim and a current muslim she's actually a muslim that supports trump so that should be interesting but they're oh. going to debate over the future the future of islam in the age of trump so that should be a interesting debate because, wow. you know, Donald Trump is kind of a wild card when it comes to where he's going to go and how he's going to handle the Islamic countries, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. <laughs> Don't get, that, that's a whole, like, <laughs> I know. hours and hours. So that's going to be a debate that you guys are participating in? or We're, we're, we're uh, organizing it. That's incredible. Yeah, and it's uh, Faisal Sayyid al-Muttar is the ex-Muslim, and well, Asra Nomani is the pro, pro-Islam debater. And she's, uh, she's been on Bill Maher a couple of times. She actually was just on a couple weeks ago um, with uh, Seth MacFarlane and some other people. So really well, interested to see that. I'm curious, what religion were you born into? Like, were your parents, were you raised in a religious home? Yeah, it's so funny. So, like, like in the organization, we, we deal with a lot of people that have been really affected by religion. Like, it's ruined their life in one way or another. They were molested. They lost their family, whatever, you know. But for me... I didn't have any. Like, I, when I grew up, I grew up in Chicago. My parents weren't religious at all. Uh, never went to church. So I really wasn't in, interested in this topic at all. Like, none whatsoever. It was like when I was 29, I started finding out about how these ancient uh, mythologies had all these same stories as the modern mythologies. I was like, that just makes sense. So I wanted to do something to try and get that information out to people, you know? Right. And... Um, and that was the, uh, that's how I started the organization. We, uh, we just wanted to, you know, educate. And we think through education, like, we'll get, we'll get more, uh, more people on board as far as being progressive thinkers and stuff. Well, I, I mean, I love that you're doing that. I think, I, obviously, how can you not love anything that gets people to talk? Which I yeah. wanted to walk you down to this point Uh-oh. right here. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> this is important because I know this is one of the reasons why you are in town this week. Battlefield We're Earth. standing in front of a Scientology center, yeah. um, which is a big deal in L.A. I, <sighs> I didn't realize how big of a deal. Um, you can see. Well, you, did you watch the documentary about it? Uh, going clear, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, when you see the money that filters through this place and then you see the facilities they have. I mean, this is on the corner of... Sycamore and Hollywood, right at, at, at La Brea in Hollywood. I mean, like, you can't have more expensive real estate. And that's, and there's, like, buildings, a, a bazillion of these buildings around. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, they, it, it, it's a, when you talk about sci-fi yeah. and 
the which I've never really spent a lot of time thinking about yeah. the fact that Jesus and, and our pop culture heroes yeah. are relatable, which I think is amazing, and I think you're dead. I think you're totally dead on it. Yeah. it it's brilliant. Um, in fact, I, uh, Star Wars can even be the correct Absolutely. story. Vader. Actually, the um, uh, the writer of Star Wars, um, oh, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting his name right now. What's Lucas? Lucas? Uh, George Lucas? Yeah, George original? Lucas. Yeah. He was influenced by one of the major myth writers of the time, Joe uh, Campbell. I forget his first name. Campbell. But anyways, Campbell like understood all the myths and he studied all the myths. So Lucas hired him on to create an epic for Star Wars. They literally created Based on the it. Christ story. Yeah, well, Christ and all the other religions that existed. Really taking that epic story and you know, making it for the, the it's movie screen. It's yeah. the greatest story of all time. Yeah. And here we are, like, standing in front of here, and it's it's Battlefield Earth, and it, it's a religion, but yeah. the cover of the of the book and the and the billboard that they have here in front of this building is is laughable in, in, in this way because it's like, I don't want to make fun of it, but it's like... Well, and that's a tough thing. There's, you like, know? an elephant creature with a gas yeah. mask on yeah, taking and, and over the earth, and, and, then, and then the pictures of, like, angels clinging onto it. It's like a, it's a science fiction story, but... Yeah. Wait, and right. L. Ron Hubbard was but, a science fiction writer. But if you look at at, at the paintings, uh, you know, early of Jesus and the, you know, just I, I actually studied a ton of art history in college. I was yeah, an art, art history, major. right? Yeah. yeah, it's it's no different. Yeah, so I, I love the comparison. Well, and it's funny because over the last couple of months, I've really been boning up on my Scientology uh, research because we actually represent Ron Miscavige, who is the father of David Miscavige the leader of the Church of Scientology. And uh, that's why we have, a, that's why we're actually in town um, because Ron's going to be on the Joe Rogan podcast. So he podcast. was the leader? He is the leader. He David is the leader. is the leader. And Ron is his father who was in the church for 42, 43 so the leader years. So the, the, the father of the leader of the church has abandoned the has church. Has escaped, literally had to escape in 2012 because on the gold base... They don't let you leave. You can't just leave. They have. What does that mean, gold base? So the gold base is where the Sea Org, and this is. <laughs> so we're really getting into. Sea Org. So the Sea Org are the uh, kind of like the religious leaders. If if you imagine Christianity, they're like the priests, right? They're kind of okay. like the religious leaders, and but they're taken advantage of left and right. So they sign a billion-year contract when they first sign on. They make fifty dollars a week for you know, 100 hours of work every week. Um, when they first joined the church. When they first joined the church, right. A billion-year contract. A billion-year contract, wow, right. like, I can't commit to, like, a day for anything. <laughs> right. I can't even commit to, a, like, um, like sometimes I think about, about what it means to commit to a tattoo. Right. And I'm like, that's way too much for me. Like, I could never exactly. commit to... Oh. So you're not going to sign the billionaire contract of uh, <laughs> if like HBO comes I signed to you on to a marriage and I think that's pretty oh, shitty. Oh, there you so. go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but it I was, believed in it. Oh. Yeah, it's such a crazy story. So the him and his wife Becky had to escape, right? Oh. And um, you know, the So they leave with nothing, right? They left just have with to nothing, like geez. just kind of what they And he's had. not a young man. He's the father he's of 81 years old. Oh my gosh! And, and, and does he have? It's like being excommunicated from everybody and everything, right? What's that? You become excommunicated, like exactly. You no, well, they have, well, that's the disconnection policy. So when you leave Scientology, it's not like you know a, a watered down religion where you know you leave and you convert to something else. I want to be a Buddhist today, you know, like you can do that, right? Right. Um, in Scientology, when you leave, they disconnect you from your family, your friends. And not only that, they take out smear campaigns. So, right. like, in his case, they bought 500 uh, iterations of his name on GoDaddy. 
created all of these uh, oh smear sites. Oh, my God, really? So if right. you Google him, you'll find all kinds of horrible bullshit all stories? All kinds of horrible What sorts of bullshit. things did they smear him with? What did they say? Yeah, well, they also have created, like, 15 fake Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts. And well, so we came in and we offered help because we're, one of our strengths is marketing and PR and typically atheists He's are like 81 years reason. old. What the fuck does he care for a Twitter account? Like, exactly. who wants to Google it? I mean, come on. Exactly. So his son is, is part of the smear campaign of oh, his absolutely. own father. Yeah. Oh, that makes me want to cry. That's absolutely. nauseating. Oh, there's there's t terrible stories. And if you listen on, to anything on him, sure. Spider-Man. Let's ask him if, he, if, oh, if sure. he's like, oh, he's got a wad of cash. Sure. Um, ah! <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Spider-Man. Spider we're we're talking about um, the idea that like, um, well, modern day heroes like such as yourself relate back to religious figures. Do you ever feel like you God ever feel, or, or you ever feel like God? No, no, no. <laughs> and he walks away, ladies and, he and gentlemen. Away. He did not. He scared See, me. They don't. People don't want to talk about no. it. Yet it always comes up. He, did you notice Spider-Man had a had a um, a Spanish accent. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. He was I a would Latin not talk. He was like, <laughs> right now. And and he uh, he had a wad of cash. Oh yeah, did you yeah. See that? It's it's early in the morning. He's cleaning up. Man, they're cleaning. Well, it's I need to I Tuesday. need to put on a Spider-Man yeah. costume and come down here because <laughs> that's some Wonder Woman. That'd be better. There Wonder you know. Woman. Yeah. It yeah. Just and and pretend. I mean, that is that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's so totally sad. No, what no, no. Did. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. No, no I don't want to talk I to you at all. I will not discuss this with you. I need to go make my money. Exactly, and, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, you, you know, know what? You know what? That there's something about that. Like, there's there's probably women foreigners who come here and they're like, oh, that's a sexy Spider-Man. He's got the accent. <laughs> and then he, he, I wonder how. I should have asked him how much pussy he gets in the Spider-Man suit there with that go. accent. There you go. He might have stuck around and talked to us. Yeah, he probably he'd probably talk about he that. Goes, right? I get I get lots of pussy. See in yeah. my. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you offering? Because you're a you super. No, gross. <laughs> right, right, right. Let's see what what's under say. that mask, Spider-Man. Exactly. Peter, what is it? Peter Parker. <laughs> uh, Peter Parker. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, when the atheist world, like, we don't. There's so many people I don't want to. So we're not gonna attack people. We're not gonna say, hey. Well, no, because I really know. believe in people's ability to just try and find what they believe exactly in, and right. what makes them happy. The truth is, is there's been many times in my life that I wish, wish with all my heart that I could have faith because I think it would be really, really nice. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I really, it's 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 got to be, it's got to be lovely just to put it up to something else. Right. Exactly. But at the same time, that's kind of taking the cheap way out. I I've always felt I like. I like being skeptical. I like asking <laughs> questions. <do> I <laughs> like finding out why things happen. Because once well, someone pulls yeah. a wool over your head, that's it. You've lost all of your, you know, ability to. Well, none think of it makes freely. sense. That's the problem. Like, exactly. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I wish, though, I could. So yeah, exactly. And I know it's harder to be a skeptic, and it's you know it takes a lot more time to have to read books, but you know, <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I've never been able to. See, I'm okay. So we talked about religion that you're born into. I, I'm I'm Jewish, mm -hmm. but there's a big there's a there's a problem here because even if I say I'm not Jewish, you know, at the rest of the world will say no, 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 you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, it's not so much a, a just a grounded in my beliefs. It's also grounded in the fact that not that long ago I'd been put on a train and turned into like a lampshade and soap. So yeah. it's not really a choice. So I do, I do tell my children that they're Jewish. Right. Um, but. But you have that cultural 
identification. And there's a too, cultural right? identification yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we don't practice anything. Right. I wonder what religion Superman believes in. Do you want to ask him? Yeah. <laughs> he's the one that told us. Uh, he told he only, us. Yeah, he only does it for money. Remember? Yeah, yeah. He's. He only works for money. But he's he's bored. I should. So he's I, just like a church. So there you go. He's what's that? Just like a church. He only works for money. Yeah, so he wants he wants us to. <laughs> but he's Superman. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. There's not that many characters out yet. You see, these guys are the early birds. That's why they're they're gonna clean up. Yeah, this is this is fun. I'm just having fun walking around with you. Isn't this nice? This yeah, is a great way to. I, I love podcasting this way because I get to know people and we get to do fun stuff. This is my first time I've been mobile podcasting. By the way. <laughs> We're always holed up in some kind of room studio. You know, this is awesome being well, out and about. Life for me is not stagnant. I mean, I've I, I've been doing the podcast a variety of different ways over the last few years. Yeah. And I just find this is the easiest because I'm always struggling to get through my day and get things done. Yeah. So. Well, this is brilliant. I think this is great. You get your exercise and your podcast. <laughs> there you go. And we get to walk around Hollywood Boulevard. And since you're from out of town, what could be better? So yeah, exactly. Get to see some stuff. Exactly. And, and it's you know even right here, there's like a statue of Marilyn Monroe, right? Yeah. So I mean, we we all need something, right? Like right. I, I mean, is there anything that you feel like some people just worship money, right? That's, that's a big really, issue. That's, that's really the underlying to all of it. It's a religion. It is all really worship of money. I mean, really, it's the bottom line is money. You know, so when, even it, when it all comes down to. But, I mean, is there anything that you feel you're, um, I don't know what the word is, like a, a, that you f- worship in any way? Um, no, I, you know, I really, do, you know, it's a good question. I never thought about it, but I, I, don't, I don't really feel like I worship anything. I just like asking questions. I like being the, uh, the, the person that challenges, like, popular beliefs, you know? Like, I like... I like that. I, th- that's enjoying because you learn. You're always learning, you know. And I love learning. So maybe I worship knowledge. I don't know. Is that can you do that? Can you worship knowledge? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, d- I think that that's just such a valuable thing. Yeah. Because then, but because then there's something to be said for somebody who's very pious who who stu- who goes to Bible study every week. Yeah. And I mean, and and they're accumulating knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's. I, I mean, I know several people who do that. They they go to Bible study. Yeah. And. I, I, I respect it. I, yeah. But, but it, again, it's what knowledge do you want to accumulate? Right. That's a good point. And see, I've always wondered that. People that study religions, I don't know how they don't see the contradictions. Because in the Bible, you don't, you know, you don't know when Jesus was born, where he was born, how he died, when he died. Like, all of these questions are right. all contradicting. Right. In the same book. I mean, because there's multiple authors. There's multiple time periods. It was written. I mean, so it's like, how do you... How do you square the circle? You know, how do you say, okay, well, yeah, this is all true, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, I've always theorized that that's one reason why Jews are so unpopular is because if there had been a, a solid proof of the Savior, yeah. then there wouldn't be Jews. <laughs> yeah, well. So that's yeah. kind of like why they're, yeah, well, not, not the popular ones. Cause, well, but, um, well, I think, well, they're definitely one of the oldest ones. Though. Right. So, so they definitely have the if, last of the If this blip in history had been so significant, there wouldn't mm-hmm. be any left. So it's Well, and really it was the Roman Empire that did it. It was the, once the Romans adapted Christianity. That's Christianity was never a big faith. In the first three right. centuries, right, it was just. It wasn't all, until it was like three hundred years bump. after. Right, it was when Constantine took it up and said, "We're going to put the full power of the Roman Empire, which was the strongest at the time, behind this faith." He used it to unify a falling uh, a Rome that was falling apart, and once he unified it, then they started expanding and 
and for literally, and this is where people don't understand, literally killing people that didn't accept Christianity. Oh yeah, forcing them to accept it. Well, that still exists today, and in, in exactly religions. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it's when people give Islam the the bad rap today, but that's what Christianity was doing its whole history, and um, just now that we're in the modern day, it's not happening as you know with Christianity as much. Um, they're like, oh, they poop. Well, what you were it, saying about like, about Scientology—that's very soul-killing. I mean, yeah. that, that's like dying, losing your children, losing your friends. Yep. You mm -hmm. might as well die. I mean, and on some level, mm -hmm. if, if your own son won't talk to you and you're 81 years old, you're 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 not going to talk to your child ever again. It's his children or his grandchildren. Yes. And that's really a tough thing for that's for him. You know, un yeah. that's that's a death. Yeah. Without a doubt. Exactly, and but that's what they're—that's why those policies are in place. And it's not just Scientology. Any fundamentalist religion, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, the fundamentalist sects of Mormonism. There's fundamentalist sects of Christianity and Islam. Ba uh, the the uh, what's the Westboro Baptist Church? Same thing. If you leave, you're done. You've been excommunicated. But that's a form of controlling their congregation. You know. Yeah. Is that also kind of like to just say that can also be considered fake? Well, and that's the thing, you know, and, you know, I side with Dawkins a lot on this point where he's like, look, I'm 96 percent sure there's not a God because we go where the evidence takes us. And the evidence right now is not taking us to a God. And then the more you learn about the history of religion, you see how the one God concept is really new. It actually used to be many gods and goddesses. Yeah, exactly, right. Which, yeah, and it, it was, you know, that was, <laughs> for a lot longer we believed in multiple gods than we believed in one god. So when I say I don't believe in one god, I'm actually only saying I believe in one less god than most people. <laughs> you know, because there's like thousands of gods, so. Hold on a second. Sure. All right, technical difficulty. Technical difficulties. <laughs> One of the mics popped out of the connection. Yeah, so uh, I, I love so that. I love that statement where it's like, I only, I, you know, there's thousands and thousands of God. I only believe in one less than you. <laughs> that makes sense, you know. And again, we, you know, if the evidence led us to there being this God that hated us and killed the world several times and had to create a ark to save everyone, right? Okay, if the evidence led us there, great. But where's the evidence? We've never found the ark. We don't see any evidence of this global flood um so you know what do you do well what about the um gosh i hope my mic was plugged in all that time i hope it didn't just uh oh i am a little nervous now it's just me talking to myself yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i hope it i hope it works all that what um i lost my question um all right, okay, we got so, so there's a guy with his pants off in front oh. of us completely off oh that poor man oh boy wait is, is he showing the front i don't know i think he's he needs, he's uh, showing the back. He's showing the back. He's really sick. Yeah. He's really, really sick. That's sad. Yeah. Um, so I got to be careful of this here. Yeah. I Should we uh, go the other way? Let's just hang out. And All right, let's hang out. Not walk past that right, All right. now. Um, Welcome to LA. Yeah, I, I lost my thought. I was going to ask you something about the atheism versus the being agnostic but i can't even think oh, of it yeah. now that we so, see the naked man walking around so like so to that point that i was making like i with dawkins he's you know 96 percent, he feels that there's no god and i agree with that you know oh sorry i That's agree 
I agree with that in the sense that, you know, you can, no one can be for sure about anything. Right. But you just have to go where the evidence leads you. And so I'm not, so when I say I'm atheist, it doesn't mean that I don't believe there's potential for a God or gods. You just, you know, once the evidence presents itself, then. So what about the, the dilemma of the higher power when trying to get through something that is incredibly challenging? Like, where do you go? I think, I think mainly it's, it's humanity. I mean, we've, all, we've always banded together as a species. We've always helped one another. And, you know, that's how we survived for so many, you know, millennia. Um, and the problem that I have with the concept of a god is I've traveled to Egypt and Kenya and Rwanda and Greece, and I've been all over the world, and I've seen really, really bad things. Like, I've seen children with, that are 10 years old with HIV. I've seen people on the street starving. I've seen, you know, people begging on the street for money because, you know, there's 50% unemployment and things like that. And how does a conscious well, god... Well, even right here, right now, this exactly, poor man... This poor man with his pants down. Okay, so just to describe this for the listeners, yeah. this man is not just some, like dude walking down Hollywood Boulevard, he's a very sick, mentally ill person right. who has no place, who knows where he has to go. He, right. And he's walking around, and he has sores all over his body, too. Yeah. Did you notice that? Exactly. He's a very sick individual. Yeah. So when you see that, it's like... How does a conscious God let that happen? Right. And how does somebody justify that? Exactly. It's, it confuses me so and, much. And, you know, that's where a lot of the, you know, well, God works in mysterious ways. That's just a cop-out saying I don't know why he lets he or she lets all well, this shit happen. I wish we'd have found the zealot because I would like to ask them because like the zealot would be standing right on that corner no. right next to where that man is. Yeah. Well that's my challenge all the time. It's like whether you believe in a personal God or the God of the Bible or the God of the Quran or whatever how do you justify how do you un how do you justify their allowance of letting terrible you know letting terrible things happen to people and not doing anything about it even well, in the bible there's multiple genocides that instead of god saying i'm going to kill everybody i'm going to bring a plague i'm going to kill everybody's firstborn son right. why didn't he just snap his fingers and say i fixed the problem because i'm all powerful all omnipotent and well, the know. one thing i can say is that i know for a fact most religious organizations not all but most when they do band together, a lot of the time they try and do good oh, for sure. people in that situation like that man. Like sure. those and, and because people do reach to that higher power, it sometimes brings out the best in them that allow them to help yeah. somebody like like that poor right. man. And that's beautiful. But, so But sometimes and on a lot of cases, because churches are run by humans, you know, yeah, the, the old money adage, doesn't filter the way it needs to. Well, the, yeah. the absolute power corrupts absolutely. So you have individuals that are doing really good work that are being taken advantage of by those that are in power and that's what's happening in Scientology. These right. people think they're changing the world, yet the leaders are banking the billions that they have and treating them terribly and making them work twenty hours well, a day. Well look I mean the money in Scientology is but it's insane. People I mean, um, so that's why I have uh, against organized religion. Do people really consider religion. Scientology one of the religions? I, th I believe it's, and especially with, since that documentary, I think it's been really hard hit. Yeah, yeah they're definitely under, and with the, what Leah's doing, you know, um, so, you know, her show on A and E, and yeah, it's definitely under the, the public scope right now for sure. But yeah, I, the IRS considers I'm a church, so is that enough? I don't know. That well, that <laughs> always bothers me. You know, I used to live in Nashville for like two years. Okay. And in our little neighborhood, I used to play a game with my kids. Um, where we would count to 10 and yell, is that a church? Yeah. Why, yes, it is. One, two, three, four to 10. Is that a church? 
Why, yes, it is. Because on every yeah. corner within 10 seconds There's in my church. neighborhood is a church. No. And when I see that, I'm like, oh, they, they're not. Um, and I, I see somebody that I know <laughs> walking <laughs> down the street. It, the, it, it, you, you go, okay, this is way too much profit yeah. because the, no, there's no way every single one of these churches mm-hmm. is full every weekend. Right. This is a tax deduction for yep. these property owners. Exactly. You want to know something crazy? What's that? Um, my grandfather owned a piece of property in New Jersey. It was, a, it was a hardware store for years when he owned it. And then the building became a rental property. Um, it was called Community Lumber. It was in New Jersey. Okay. And people in that area know it. And uh, it's... Uh, after he rented, he had several different people lease the building from him. Mm-hmm. And one of the leases he had for a few years was a church. Ah. <laughs> so my grandfather was a Jewish landlord for a, a church. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know what the, I don't know that he got any kind of tax benefits from it, but I think that the people renting, and he said that it happened to be one of the worst renters that he'd had. They oh were, yeah, I'm sure. They, they were yeah. not, they were not good renters. Yeah, I'm so. sure. And, it, you know, the one and the one issue that I have with churches and, and religion in general is it creates this inherent bigotry that we're right, you're wrong. Nothing you say is ever going to change our mind. Now, there are progressive churches out there, which are great. We need more of that. But overall, for the most part, religion is that, you know, our story's right, your story's wrong. Even within Christianity, how many different sects are there? There's hundreds of different sects. I believe Jesus wore sandals. I didn't. You're the worst. You're going <laughs> to hell. You know, like, so, so like, the, just these little schisms that take place. So it's like, if you have the true story, why is there so many different versions? Why are there well, so many Have you been to Israel yet? I have not. Okay, have so not. when you go, because I know you'll make that, that journey, um, when you go to the old city of Jerusalem, you'll realize that it's going to be impossible for these re- major religions to find peace because yeah. the, no. the um, Dome of the Rock is built on top of the first temple. So it's one building. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, you know, because when the, um, the Muslims would conquer, they build their their buildings directly on top. Yeah. So you have Jews praying to the wall on top of it is the mosque. And then around the corner is the Church of the Holy Sepulcher. Yeah. Wh- and, and it's amazing, but you have <laughs> every... Sect of Christianity in this one building, right. also c- conflicting yep. each other, yep. and uh, and you go, wow! You stand there and go, this is, and it's well, all, and it's all within Rock a small is, city. Is, uh, crea- is controlled by Islam right now, right? Well, I, as far as that area yeah. of Israel, yeah, I believe I, it, right Islam now. I I think that I don't know how they work it out. There's no working it out. It's one building. It's, yeah. it's the number one holiest site for Jews, and yeah. it's like the third, I think, holiest well, site that, for isn't Muslims. Isn't that the Wailing Wall because they yes. can't go to the dome, so they wail on the walls? And that no, 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 no. I don't. Oh, oh, the 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 wall is it's the wall of the first temple. Okay. So it's the original, you know, it's the throwback. It's the original temple in in Jerusalem gotcha. and they go and pray because the, because inside that building is I guess the original um, I'm such a bad Jew but anyway <laughs> it's, it's, it's the number one holiest site and uh, right and right. you know I, I, I went there and it's well it's that's what the, the Dome of the Rock is also where Islam believes the Prophet Muhammad visited before his ascension in the heavens right so, and I think know, it's one it's next like I think it's Mecca and then I'm not sure yeah Mecca and it's funny because you know I'm, I'm actually going to Rome in a couple of weeks lovely and you were talking about how churches are built on things they conquered well there's a lot of churches built on top of Mithraic temples hmm. and Mithraism was the religion that was the leading religion before Constantine converted to Christianity. 
and their savior God had you know walked on water, born of a virgin, is a lot of the same concepts. And you see how Constantine merged what the Mithraists believed with what the Christians believed, because at the time the Roman Empire, the elites, the the rich people, the army generals, you know, all the all the powerful people were Mithraists. So he had to merge Christianity into what Mithraism was so everyone would accept it. So do you think then, looking to the future, the next thing, therefore, is Batman? It could be. It could be. You know, it really <laughs> I love could that. be. It kind of is. I mean, how many, how many people go to see all the superhero movies? Right. You know, how many little kids look up to the superheroes, you know? I mean, it kind of is without people actually believing it as a... Religion. Well, there is a religion to it. Kind of is, right? Like, we do, as a society, Right. like, we're waiting for the next one. Exactly. And it's pretty awesome, and we go sit in the theater or the, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the technology. Yeah. So. And if you show someone a movie today, 50 years ago, they'll think it's, like, a religion. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll think that really happened. I mean, think about it. Well, fact and fiction is, you know, yeah. is, a, is just a belief away, right? Right. Exactly right. Man, this has been a really fun conversation. It's been awesome. I hope that God allowed me to record it all onto this little device because I'm a little nervous. There might be a, a few glitches in, you know. So I'm going to make a little prayer <laughs> to, the, to our God. <laughs> uh, which should I pray to the God of Batman or to there the you God go. of... The God I'm of Batman. Pray to the or, God oh, of Batman. Emery Emery says hi. So maybe we should pray to the God of Emery Bacon. Emery Emery? Was that... Uh, Bacon? Yeah, that's their thing. The Arden Atheists... They're in L.A. They pray to bacon? Well, it's like they call it the Church of Bacon. That's they pr- their, that's they, their they pray joke. to the, 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 the sacrificial pig? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aww. It's a Church that's of Bacon. That's so rude, by yeah. the way. I have to say, on so many different levels, that's really <laughs> fucked up. I prefer to pray to ba- Batman, and I'm going to tell Emery that if he comes around, I'm going to punch him in the face. There you go. Because his religious beliefs offend me. There you go. <laughs> There's an inherent bigotry I was talking about. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Sean, thank you so much. How can people find out more about you, where you're going to do the movie and everything else? Sure. And your podcast as well, because it's, yeah, it's wonderful. So, uh, yeah, the podcast is Myth Informed, and uh, you can find it on mythicismilwaukee.com. If you can't spell that, just type in <laughs> Myth Milwaukee, and you'll find us. Uh, we'll be at the Paps Theater on September 30th, 2017. Huge day, 12-hour day, many speakers coming in, many uh, entertainers as well as you know scholars, authors. And we're showing the Batman Jesus movie that day. And we're actually we're actually uh, also releasing it in Kenya and Greece on the same day. So you it's know, gonna I, be I think I'll go to Kenya. There you I'm go. There you go. So if you're in Kenya, actually, that sounds like an excuse for me to go to Kenya. There you go. There you go. That's amazing. I, I so. would love that. <laughs> well, Lana, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for, for joining been a me. This a fun walk. Really fun. Um, guys, you're listening to Perfect Ten Podcast. I'm Lana Turner. I think you guys should all go right now and worship the God of Limeade. Just go on YouTube or Amazon Prime, you can download my 30-minute uh, visual album, or you can just watch one of the videos on YouTube. You can ver- I like, you know what I worship? Masturbation. That's a good one. <laughs> so there's a masturbation video on there for you, too. Because what, you know what, I actually, just one more note before we, are, we sign out here. I think if everybody just touched themselves a lot more, yeah. we'd have we a lot have more peace. Exactly, exactly so right. I'm gonna pers- I'm going to subscribe to the religion of making sure you come on the regular. So that's my assignment to all of you today because we really didn't talk about sex at all on this podcast. So I have to end on that note. So um, we're signing off now. Go find a closet or a bathroom or some private time and be sure to jerk off today. And that way, no matter how angry you are about whatever it is, be it religious beliefs or 
or the guy next door, it feels so much better after you've come. That's my rant for now, right? Do you agree? I agree, one hundred percent. I'm no, signing th- up for that's, that religion. That's that that masturbation equals world peace. Absolutely. That's my that's my people are happy my all platform. the time. Yeah, yep. all the time. Daily, daily, get it done. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye.